Good morning, people, or good afternoon, or good evening, or, you know, whatever time you're listening to this. Um, if you are a Packers and or Titans fan, I highly recommend not listening to this episode. Not that I'm bashing on the teams, but rather reviewing the championship games that had occurred yesterday. Um, starting with, of course, the Titans and the Chiefs. And the Chiefs ended up winning 35 to 24 after being down 17 to 7. And much like last week's or two weeks ago now, between the Texans and the Chiefs, the Chiefs were down much more. Um, I don't think enormous is the correct term here, but they were down much significantly compared to this game. I mean, they were down 24 points to Houston, and they came back. You know, with 28 points in the second quarter alone. And so, the commonality here is the Chiefs starting off slow, but then slowly but surely picking up and then just firing on on all cylinders. And part of the key to what has gotten the Chiefs to be able to, to have an opportunity to win the Super Bowl not just for the organization, which, by the way, it's the first time the Chiefs have been in the Super Bowl since 50 years ago. And the only time they've been in the Super Bowl 50 years ago um, in which they they won. So, you know, they have a perfect record Super Bowl rise, uh, 1-0. But nevertheless, it's been 50 long years. And what a way to do on a 50th anniversary to, to then make it to the Super Bowl. And again, the key is a healthy Patrick Mahomes. I mean, I think he led the team in rushing yards. He had like seven carries or seven scrambles, if you will, because they were not designed runs with Patrick Mahomes. It was him rolling out of the pocket and running. So again, seven carries for 56 yards and a rushing touchdown, I believe. But nevertheless, I think he also threw over 300 yards, a couple other touchdown passes, but, again, had no problem, other than a slow start, had no problem torching the Titans secondary. Because, again, it's not, a, it's not a great defense, but their biggest strength has been the pass rush. And I think they sacked Mahomes twice. That was more than what Houston was able to do. I don't think they sacked Mahomes at all. Um, but, again, Titans pass rush is far more better than Houston's. Similar schemes, of course, because Vabral, he worked for the Texans for a couple of years and served one year as the Texans defensive coordinator in 2017 and then somehow got the job for Tennessee in 2018 despite the Texans going 4-12, and which I found interesting. But it seemed like a good hire because he was able to take the team uh, to the AFC Championship game only to lose. And again, when you have visibly barely any pass rush or you can't contain and keep Mahomes in the pocket, either way, you're still putting a whole lot of pressure uh, on your secondary to guard these fast, athletic, and receivers that are able to excel in their ability to run routes. I mean, heck, 
Trying to double-team Travis Kelsey doesn't work. Trying to double-team Tyree Kill kind of works, but only on Tyree Kill, not to the other players that you have to guard, such as, again, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams out of the backfield, who can definitely be mismatched for many linebackers who may not be as as athletic as him. Um, and definitely um, Herman, Sammy Watkins, and a bunch of, again, targets that Pat Mahomes can just throw to, but I don't think a whole lot of people talk about it. Um, but he's got an amazing O-line. He 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 really does. Um, despite giving up two sacks and being pressured a couple times and then with him having to scramble out of the pocket to make yards and, and eventually score a rushing touchdown, overall it was a nice performance from the O-line. I mean, there were several times that the Titans tried to call stunt plays defensively, and the O-line just picked it up with no problem later throughout the game when they were ahead, and Mahomes still had plenty of time to either throw or then or then run. Um, so they had success there. So that's that's probably the biggest contributing factor that no one really talks about because of how explosive they are is their offensive line. I think a whole lot of people will shit on the offensive line. They can't protect the QB. But then no one really talks about how great the O-line is if the QB barely gets hit or barely gets sacked and has a bunch of time in the pocket. It's it's kind of it's, – it's, it's not – I don't think anyone really recognizes what they do. And, and so, again, I hope to uh, give uh, credit to the Chiefs O-line um, because they should have been – Mentioned, I don't, I'm not sure if they were, but they should have been mentioned as a top five offensive line unit in the NFL, especially top three. It's everyone talks about the Cowboys' online unit, but you know they're not in the playoffs. Um, everyone talked about Baltimore's, but they got their ass whooped. And, and no one has really talked about the Chiefs' online. So give give the Chiefs' online credit here. Um, so other than Mahomes. Also scrambling out of the pocket. As soon as the Titans didn't pick up the first down, when they were up seventeen to fourteen with three minutes left in the first in the second quarter, and they kicked the ball or punted the ball right to the Chiefs, who then had a good return and then scored another touchdown. I think the game was over. Obviously, they're only they're still down by like two possessions. However, if you are predominantly relying on your ground game and then you're calling a lot of play-action passes, which some of them did have success, um, I think Tannehill threw the ball like 31 times. Remember, he only had like 200 yards passing. He, he threw the ball a lot, but didn't have a bunch of yards. And then if your running back only gets 17 touches... For like 60 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown, either he was definitely not involved or wasn't the offensive line wasn't performing well or maybe wrong reads when running the ball. Or again, the game plan shifted. And I think it shifted when they started calling more play-action passes, which that's okay, but as you saw the past two games prior to the AFC Championship of why they've been so successful, and even when winning uh, regular season games, was Derrick Henry getting like a buck 50 yards every time, 
right? And in this situation, he didn't have 100 yards rushing. He didn't have anything close to it. And evidently, they ended up losing because they didn't have to call passes because at one point, they were down by three possessions. So not only was Tennessee off-balanced, where they completely almost abandoned their identity, which I get. If you're behind three possessions, yes. But they still had an opportunity in the third quarter when they were only down by one possession to get back to their identity, which they didn't accomplish that. So they didn't accomplish establishing their identity and getting comfortable. And and two, not containing Mahomes in the pocket or not getting as much pressure as they did in the first half because the Chiefs definitely adjusted, which evidently became the Titans' downfall, if you will, in this uh, in this unfortunate loss for them. So you know, nevertheless, congrats uh, to the Chiefs winning. But that's the biggest takeaway from there was again the Titans not establishing their offensive identity, not getting as much pressure in the second half because. Again, the Chiefs did the same things they did to Houston two weeks ago, and they've done to other teams throughout, you know, winning their 12 games. Was, oh, okay, you're going to cover everybody? Mahomes can just roll out the pocket. Oh, you're going to call a blitz? Well, your DB is about to get burned here by a fast wide receiver, right? It's been a bunch of quick passes to the intermediate and sometimes deep routes, but it's been quick passes. Like he gets, Mahomes gets the ball out two to three seconds with no problem to these short to intermediate routes. And then when they call a deep route, he's got enough time in the pocket to again either scramble or find someone um, deep in the middle of the field, such as Tyree Kill, which happened several times. And I think Sammy Watkins had like seven receptions over 100 yards. And I think. Uh, t- maybe two touchdowns, maybe two receiving touchdowns, I think. And he's their third receiver. So you can, if you got a third receiver, your slot receiver getting a bunch of yards, you have a bunch of targets that the other teams have to uh, account for. And evidently, if you got one guy who's supposed to guard Sammy Watkins and he can't do his job, um, and you have to adjust, then it's going to make it even more difficult to contain the offense that you're facing. I mean, part of the reason why um, some teams that have beaten the Chiefs in the regular season was either Mahomes not being healthy and then missing some games, or they were able to get pass rush. That's how they were able to do it. But of course, with Mahomes healthy now, trying to have everyone stick to man coverage or stick to zone with a QB spy and then having very little pass rush because of how good the Chiefs online is really makes it difficult to to win games. Also, I mean, give credit to the Chiefs defense for, again, limiting the Titans' running attack. But I do think they're going to have a similar difficult time trying to defend the 49ers' ground attack when they play in the Super Bowl. Which, yes, the 49ers beat 
the Packers, similar to how they beat them last time, um, which was the ground attack, really. It was a ground attack and play action when they first played against the Packers. But in this situation, Jimmy only threw the ball eight times, threw six for eight for 77 yards. No touchdowns, no picks, no turnovers. He was just mainly, hey, let's hand it off to Raheem Mostert, who got 29 carries for 220 yards rushing and four rushing touchdowns. And the rest of the points came from Robbie Gold, who went three for three for field goals. Ugh. <laughs> right? It, just, it's, it's, it was bad. It was a terrible uh, performance for the Packers defensively. When they forced those two incompletions, they were able to get their pass rush going, but they didn't sack. I don't think they sacked Jimmy G once. I don't think so. And then the other contributing factor, what led the Packers losing that game, was turning the ball over early. Rodgers threw a pick as well as fumbling the snap, and both in the second quarter, I believe, which ruined kind of the momentum, and then. Because their defense got so tired and the offense was just able to, the 49ers offense was just able to run the ball against them down their throat. Um, and then scoring touchdowns, it just ended up extending possession and more possessions to where the Packers have to eventually just throw, 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 hopefully get some yards and get, and get touchdowns. And they lost by 17 points. So turnovers were key here, as well as defending the run. The 49ers, despite forcing, well, a total of three turnovers, the last turnover was basically a deep pass from Rodgers under two minutes left in the game, and Richard Sherman picked it off. Otherwise, those two turnovers, the 49ers' defense was actually kind of struggling against the Packers' offense whenever they were scoring. At one point, they're only down by 14 points. And as soon as, in technicality, Jimmy G threw his ninth pass, but it ended up being defensive pass interference. So that was also an incomplete pass, but then accepting the penalty and then wasting more of the clock. I do feel like the game could have been changed with six minutes left had defensive, parent, defensive pass interference wasn't called. And it would have been a, either A, a lot closer game, or B, maybe the Packers winning. But as soon as that defensive pass interference was called, the 49ers just stuck to the ground game. It kept smashing and smashing and kept going and going and going to eventually not only wasting the clock, but extending possessions. So, For the Packers being 13-3, and which is a good record for the regular season, having that first round by, having be, made the opportunity to go to the NFC Championship game, by far the weakness in that team, as we saw, and even throughout the regular season, not just in that game, not just, not just their first time playing against the Niners, it's been the run defense. And you saw it. You know, twice against the Lions where they ran the ball well against the Packers. You saw it uh, when they, gosh, they they played, which AFC team uh, division they played. Um, 
the West. You know, Chargers ran the ball down their throats. Um, Kansas City were able to, without Mahomes, with Matt Moore, QB, were able to run the ball successfully at some points of the game. Denver ran the, some, well, Denver's offense is trash. Um, Oakland ran the ball well despite losing by three possessions. But you can see this has been a reoccurring theme with the Packers. Same thing with Philadelphia. That was a key game, too, for Philadelphia. Because um, had they lost, I lost that game, I think the division would have gone into the Cowboys later on down the road. Um, but yes, the moment where they play teams that can just establish the run and beat them... Um, Makes it very hard for not only Zadarius and Preston Smith to get out their QBs. They have to contain the run. And then their secondary now needs to focus on the run. And they can just throw it over the top. Because the secondary has given up big plays. And also, again, that Packers offensive system is not really meant to try to catch up. Of course, every coach in the NFL, every coach collegiately in high school, really any coaching profession at any level needs to adjust and needs and of course needs to have plays that gets them back in the game whether it's passing the ball a lot or whatever it may be but again that main offensive identity for the Packers has been that zone scheme it really has and if you can't really establish your offensive identity and you have to play from behind or you have to do things to help your offensive identity it does make it difficult to then try to make a comeback I mean, it, you've seen it all over the football world. Comebacks do happen. Um, but, again, trying to play from behind is very difficult. Because, again, that Packers online didn't have the greatest pass protection. Rodgers wasn't. He, was, he, he had a good season, but he necessarily wasn't himself. There are times where he wasn't so comfortable with this offensive scheme yet, which at this point in the season, you can't do that. You have to be comfortable with this scheme. And then evidently you saw some of his throws. And at this point, they also relied heavily on Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones out of the backfield. So the Packers really need to not only again work on their craft, work on this offensive scheme they're in to get better at, but also add other targets. Rodgers needs to, to, again, get more comfortable in this offensive scheme, and the Packers really need to fix their run defense. So, again, you, you saw even in both of these games that happened yesterday. Again, one team wasn't... Both teams, which is the Packers and Titans, weren't really able to establish their offensive identity, either A, wasn't successful, B, throwing the ball way too much, C, turnovers. Titans didn't really turn the ball as much, Green Bay did. Titans threw a ball a lot, so did Green Bay, and both teams weren't really able to establish their offensive identity. Meanwhile, one team wasn't able to get their pass rush in because the run defense was atrocious. That was Green Bay. One team couldn't get their pass rush at all because of how good the offensive line pass protection was for the Chiefs. 
So both games were kind of similar. Both teams that won, won by several possessions. Again, Chiefs won by two. 49ers won by three possessions. Overall, you could argue dominating performance for either all or most of the game. And uh, this should be a very exciting Super Bowl. Um, I do think, looking at it, uh, on top of my head, I do have, I do think the Chiefs are going to heavily focus on stopping the zone scheme that the 49ers are so good at. And the 49ers defensively, they really need to get their pass rush going. You're asking a lot of your secondary to rely on guarding these receivers, maybe a lot through man-to-man, because if you run zone a lot or zone defense, the Chiefs will tear you apart. So you're kind of stuck in running man-to-man. If you run man-to-man, you got to have your pass rush going. Because if Mahomes gets out of the pocket and your blitz doesn't get there, or your pass rush doesn't get there, and everyone else is man-to-man, he will have lots of room to run and get either first downs or touchdowns or big plays, what have you. So, this should be, nevertheless, a very exciting Super Bowl. I can see both teams winning it. But that is the end of today's episode. Uh, thank you so much again for, for listening. And um, I will eventually work on my next season coming up uh, a couple weeks after the Super Bowl ends. Which I'll explain more um, when I do another episode next week, kind of previewing these things out. And um, again, looking forward to sharing more content with you. Nevertheless, thank you so much again for listening and definitely have a uh, kick-ass week.